We used to be cool, a podcast for moms. We hope you'll join us each week as we pause the craziness to remember that we're not alone and that being a mom is actually really cool. Hey, everybody, welcome back to We Used to Be Cool. We are joined tonight by um, kind of an influencer, I would say, (laughs) Alexis Greco, and she's here to talk to us about finding rhythms in work and home as moms and how um, important that is. And so we're so excited that you're here, Alexis. If you want to, you can just start and introduce yourself and tell us about where you live and your family and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me. I am the influencer who's currently sitting in her van in her garage. So my kids (laughs) do not interrupt me while we're recording. (laughs) If that gives you like any hope. Um, I'm a mom. I'm married. Husband and I have been married for almost 15 years and we have four kids and they are 10, seven, six, and four. So we are still very much in the thick of raising little ones. Um, We homeschool. I run my business. My husband was military. He actually just transitioned to entrepreneurship as well. So we are in a pretty new season of life right now. Um, But yeah, our home is always busy and the washer machine is literally always going. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't realize you had four kids. That's crazy. Uh Yeah. So cool. That's awesome. Um, So tell us kind of what your current business model looks like and how you are trying to serve women who are also trying to get into um, their own business. Yeah. So my sweet spot, I love working and talking with women who run a home and they run a business, whether it's online or brick and mortar or social selling, whatever it looks like. But I get to come alongside them and teach them how to find a rhythm between running their home and running their business because I don't think it has to be either or. And I'm very, the first one to tell you rhythm is not perfection. But it is like a cadence, it is a flow, it is a way of doing things that works for you and your family. Um, Because I think we need that encouragement sometimes that like, yes, I can do those things that the Lord has called me to and I can steward them well while still holding up our values, right? Like our faith and our marriage and our family and we can keep those things in order. So I just come alongside women and show them how to do that practically like the how to the meat and potatoes of it all. So what is, so is this your, do you actually run a business doing that or what else do you do for? Um, yeah. So, so I, I would fall under the umbrella of an online coach, okay, but cool. this is my business. Like my LLC is the rhythmic home. So I, that's oh, cool. aptly named. Um, and I've been doing this now for four years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So are most of your clients, do you meet with them in person or are you doing it um, just like over Zoom or is it, how? what's your it's, preferred? It's, yeah, it is the craziest thing. Up until about six months ago, I had never met any of my clients in person, wow. which is so crazy. And I would, I don't even know if I've had more than two local clients like here in the Wilmington area. Um, everyone is across the country. I've coached women like in Europe. I've had some clients in Australia. I mean, that's just 2024 for you, you know? Um, but yeah, I rarely have clients here in the local area as crazy as that sounds. Wow. I'm also just like so impressed that you're doing that. You're homeschooling, you're raising four kids and doing it well. And also, being able to coach these other women. And obviously I think it's so important. And I think this is why people probably like you and are drawn to you is because you're not coaching from a place of not doing it yourself. It's like you're doing it for, this is my experience and you're willing to share it. Yeah. And I mean, I will be the first to tell you it, like I said, rhythm is not perfection. I do not get it right a lot of the times, but I think the key is like the way I describe rhythm. It's like, if you had a hammock that are lost of different pieces of yarn or string woven together, when you start to develop those rhythms, they kind of hold you securely like that hammock would. And so if you have like a sideways day or if something goes wrong, it's like one or two of the pieces of the string like getting pricked or pulled. It's okay, like it's annoying, but it doesn't really affect the whole way that, you know, you're held in that. Because when you weave those rhythms together, like they really do create a support system And honestly, if 
if there's a mom who's like, I, I don't have a business, that's like not my thing, you can still develop rhythms in your home. I just specialize in working with women who are trying to do both because that's an interesting calling that can sometimes provide a lot of tension that we get to like figure out what to do with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so So, good. So say um, I'm your client, right? And Mm -hmm. I, so how would you begin? Like, what would you start with as um, if I, if it was our first meeting? Like, cause I'm a hairstylist. I run my own business and I'm working part-time. I work like 20 hours a week only. And then I'm also obviously running the home as you say. (laughs) (laughs) So just like, how do you encourage or um, how would you start that? Usually it is a conversation of, well, let me just give this disclaimer. I really strive to be encouraging and to uplift women in a real way, not like fluff your feathers. It doesn't really matter. But I'm also going to ask you the hard questions. And so if you were my client, I would ask you like, do you want to be working 20 hours a week? And some women are like, yeah, I love it. And some women are like, I wish I could work more. And some say like, I wish I don't, I don't want to have to work any of that. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I would ask those hard questions and I tell people I am not a marriage counselor. (laughs) Like I am not a parenting coach, but like, Hey, is your husband on board with you working 20 hours? It, you know, if, If you were, I know you're married, but if Mm -hmm. you're married, um, and then I would start to look through what are your priorities? Like, do you want to have dinner with the kids and your husband a couple nights a week around the table? What does the schedule look like to kind of get a feel of what your life currently looks like and where you want it to go? And then we see how we can close some of those gaps. But I think it's important to remember it's, it's not, you're not going to find your rhythm. You're not going to find this cadence in a week and it might not even be in a month, but we kind of say, okay, like here are these three gaps. You guys want to have dinner three nights a week. And right now it's happening one night a week. So we get into the nitty gritty of like, how exactly can we figure out how to make this happen? Mm -hmm. And then we start to close that gap. And maybe it's not that you are able to do two more dinners. Maybe we figure out, Hey, we're going to have a lunch date with daddy. And we're going to meet him at work on our break or we just, we get creative with it, but we work through each of those um, to do's on what you want in the priority that is most important to you. That's great. That's super cool. I, um, so what do you feel like are some more like practical than strategies? I guess that's a practical strategy, but like, for the mom that is feeling like, I feel like so many of our friends who are working moms or probably every working mom, or unless they're maybe your client, <laughs> are feeling stretched too thin, right? I've talked before about like the mental load of everything and like how we carry so much. And then, um, yeah, just feeling like kind of frazzled. And by the end of the day, this happens to me and Judson, my husband all the time. But like by the time our kids fall asleep, we are just like, dead <laughs> like it's like we don't it's even 7 44 and at night and I'm like dozing off on the couch I'm like I'm sorry maybe we could hang out tomorrow <laughs> so um what do you feel like are some practical strategies for moms that are feeling frazzled after work and parenting one of the first things that I will not be afraid to have a conversation about is it is okay to have help I know we hear the phrase all the time like I, I'm not a super mom I can't do it all But like, do do you actually believe that? Like, do you actually feel okay with getting help? And so what I mean by that is like the 744 frazzled by the end of the day. I totally feel like that is our life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But what, what I really strive to do is just find like small moments where we can implement a rhythm into our family because not everyone, when I say hire help, can go like, okay, well, I'm going to bring in a house cleaner or I'm going to bring in a home assistant. Now, if you were my client, I would probably sit down with you and work through like, okay, do you think, is there a way you could potentially bring someone on like that? Because we do need help in some facets, but maybe there's a rhythm where like we just started our kids, like this is a practical, our kids, they're 10, 7, 6, and 4. They just started every, like they take care of the kitchen at night. And so my four-year-old is like vacuuming. <laughs> he does like the worst, it's the worst job, but you know what? He, he does the best he can. 
And I have just gone like, okay, like that is how well the floor is going to get vacuumed tonight. But the reason we do that is because once the kids go to bed, we will sit on the couch when my husband's in town for 10, 15 minutes and just have like a a debrief Mm -hmm. of the day. And sometimes we literally will exhale and be like, oh my gosh, like I can't even think straight. (laughs) We are so (laughs) tired. But like, what are those little ways that you can implement things where maybe some of the housework is lifted off of you or you're lowering your expectations for this season? Like your floors might be clean at some point, but it's okay that they're not all the way right now. Mm-hmm. And so just those little moments. Um, can I share one more idea actually? Yeah, Is that okay? Definitely. I love that. There, um, There's two things that I love to talk, especially to moms, whether you run a business or you don't, but it is waking your home up and putting your home to bed and thinking through how you want those things to happen So research actually shows, like actual research papers, that when children wake up and they see consistency, like they see the same things in their home every day, it makes them feel more safe in their home and it makes them feel more confident. And what's interesting is it's the same thing applies to adults as well. And so thinking through, like, how are you going to wake your home up and how are you going to put your home to bed? that can just provide even this momentary breath of, okay, I can do that. And what that looks like is I teach it through your five senses. So look, um, what do you want to see in the morning when you wake up? What do you want to hear? What do you want to taste? What do you want to feel? And I'm forgetting the other one, but you get the point. But like, (laughs) um, you know, like if you want to have your candle in the morning, Like the way that you put your home to bed is go ahead and pull the candle out and put it on the island with the lighter next to it. You don't have to like wrestle around in the drawer in the morning to like find the lighter when the kids are sleeping. Um, Just simple things like that just can set that cadence, that flow in your home that when it is 744 and you're like shot for the day, you've already put your home to bed. So you know you're going to wake up in a way that if you get to sleep that night, like we control the controllables, but <laughs> your home is going to be hopefully peaceful and welcoming. And it's just going to be like, okay, I'm tired, but it's a new day. My coffee has started. The candle is lit. All right, we can do this. Just those little things. So what, tell us more about your, like, what are your um, ways that you put your home to bed and wake up in the morning? Like, what are some of the things you do at your house? Yeah, so the I like to think through how I want to wake wake my home up in the morning, and so I will joke. You know, people are like, "So when you wake up, what's the first thing you do? You go pee." Like that's not what I do. I actually, well, like our home is we have an open living area, so it's like living, kitchen, dining, and then a hallway, and all the bedrooms are off of it. So I will walk down the hallway, and then I will walk the perimeter of my home, and I just open up all the blinds. And as I make my way to the kitchen, I light the candle. If I need, and then I kind of walk into the laundry room, I will put the load of clothes into the dryer if it's that time. And on the mornings that I go to the gym, I'll walk back down in my room. I've already pulled my clothes out the night before. They're on the bathroom counter. So I'll get dressed, come back in the kitchen, slip my shoes on because I put them out the night before. Like that's how I put my home to bed. So it's ready to wake up. And so that way, when I come back from the gym, for me, I feel productive to know gym, check. Load of laundry already dry, check. I've already taken my vitamins, check. And it's those little things that take, not the gym, but the other things, just a few seconds or a few minutes. And it just kind of gives me that confidence to go throughout my day of like, okay, we can do this. So they're just those little practical things on what works for me and my family in this season. That's so good. And that's so true. Like how when you do do that and you went, when you do it well, your day is just off on the right foot and you feel so, like you said, confident that, okay, we can do this. We can get through this day and it's going to go smoothly. Like I just think about one of my things, I guess I I never thought about putting it to bed and, and waking the home up, but I love that terminology. But one thing that I don't do every day, but I always wish I did was 
Like my kids go to preschool in the morning and I pack lunch. So when I do pack their lunch and set their bags out and have their clothes laid out and just all of those things the night before, our morning just is so much more relaxing, so much less stressful, so much less rushed. And I just think, and then that I always say to Ethan, my husband, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I've got to do this every night. Every time I do it, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I did that. And I still don't do it every night, but mm-hmm. I, I want to get in that rhythm. Now that you're talking about it, it's making me feel even more encouraged and inspired to do it. But it's crazy how it just, like you said, just sets you off on the right foot and makes you feel like you're going to get it done today and it's going to be okay. And like Van, if it's okay, if I can speak to that, because I think Hannah, you had mentioned like the mental load Mm -hmm. that we carry as mothers, especially if we run a business. Um, One of the things that I have found, we kind of, we're just in sync. We do it now because we've done it so long. But in the beginning, I actually wrote out like a list of what I need to do to put my home to bed. And I kept it on my fridge. So my husband and I were able to tackle putting the home to bed together because I found like I was getting frustrated that like, how does he not know we have to do X, Y, Z, right? Like Mm -hmm. I have to do all these things by myself and it wasn't a to-do list for him or for I, it was like, these are the things that have to be done to put our home to bed in order to have a peaceful morning tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so we're each able to be like, oh, you got that? Okay, great. You got that? Great. And now we kind of just volley back and forth on what we have to do. I mean, down to like your teeth with the kids. Okay, great. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. But just taking like all those things that you just listed out when you do them, you feel good. And putting them on a piece of paper on the fridge, even if it's just for yourself on like, got that, got that, got that, great. But if you're married, your spouse and you can, can do that together. And hopefully it will eliminate some of the frustration of carrying that load that we just do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's good. And I've said this before, but like my, like husbands want to help. They just don't, yeah. can't read our minds. And so every time I exactly. do make a list, Judson's actually thankful because he's able to help without, yeah. So I love that without asking or without me being like, I just wish you would have done this or something, you know? And he's like, well, I had no clue. So I love the idea of having that list on the fridge too. That's so good Mm -hmm. and something I need to do. I was actually listening to um, a book about the, um, my Enneagram type the other day and how I just, my, the, my personality type needs to do lists because I get so like caught up in like trivial things and um, I'm just trying to become more of a list person. So I love that idea. That's so good. Mm. Um, I was also just gonna ask, I guess, and add if there's someone listening who is a new mom and already working a full-time job, because I know like that's the situation a lot of people are in. Um, maybe they're just getting back after maternity leave. Mm -hmm. What are some, I know you've already shared some of those rhythms, but what are some things they could do also just for their And you kind of already talked about this too, but like, what are some suggestions you have for just that mental and emotional side of like leaving your family, heading back to work? I don't know if that's part of your coaching or not, but just like an encouragement maybe for those moms who feel like they're missing out maybe at home because they're going to work or they're not doing, giving their all at work because they need to be at home. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great question and I'm like thinking through how I want to answer it because I think as moms, we all don't process things the same. And so I think there, you know, I think there's mothers that they love their jobs and like they, they, they thrive in that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe there are seasons where we're like, I really feel like I am missing out by working. And so I think journaling, I know journaling for me personally has been a game changer, but it is for a lot of women. And the way that you, you could journal this out honestly would depend if you do Enneagram on your Enneagram, like I'm a three, I wing two. So I am like the list person. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those who lean more creative, you could do this a little bit differently, but I would, when it comes to, I just don't know how I'm going to get it all done. Just brainstorm what it is 
And when I say this, like this does not have to be done in one sitting. This could be a note on your phone that as things come to mind, you write it down. But what if you literally wrote down every single thing that you're responsible for that you feel like you need to do and you got it all out on paper? I think that's powerful for us as women. If we can take things from our mind and we can get it on paper, sometimes that will take some of the emotion out of it. Um, I think I really do think emotions are still important, but it will just allow us to see things in black and white. And even if it's three pages long, front and back, all of the things that it is and deciding I'm going to cross off the ones that are not important or they're not vital in this season. And so I actually had to do this a few years ago when we had, well, all of our kids were close together, but when they, we were like popping them out like that. It sounds silly, but I had to realize, like, Alexis, the um, clothes in your kids' drawers, like, they do not need to be folded. Who cares if they're, like, tossed in there? But the, I was holding that as a stressor of, like, and it sounds crazy, but, like, in my mind, I thought, I am a bad mom if my kids' clothing drawers do not stay organized. And that was a couple years ago that I just let that go, and we still haven't gone back to that. But, um <laughs> But like literally saying like everything that you feel like you're responsible for, what if you get it out on paper, decide what you can take off that list in this season and maybe even have a conversation with your spouse and saying, hey, this is the load that I'm carrying. Can you help me with any of this or can you help me think through what I don't need to do right now? And the only reason why I say like a very practical list like that is because I don't want a blanket statement that every woman loves going back to work when her kids are little or when she has kids at home or every woman doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I think that can meet women wherever they are on that spectrum, because I also think we'll go in seasons, but it could be a really practical way to just take some of that mental load off. For sure. I mean, I was one of those people who was ready to go back to work in a way. I was sad to leave my baby, but I went back to work after all three of my kids Um, And now I'm not at work anymore, but I was ready to go back and I loved my job. I still, I mean, there was nothing about my job that made me quit, if that makes sense. Um, I quit because it was the right thing for our family at that time. But um, there's so, as much as you enjoy work and want to be at work, it's just, so I, I know what you're saying, but it's also just so hard. And I just, now that I'm out of work, I'm like, how did I ever do that? Like, I don't. And I just think I have so much um, empathy, I guess, for all those moms who are working, you know, 40-hour work weeks out of their home. It's so exhausting. And I just, that was good. That was a perfect answer, I think, what you said. I just, Mm -hmm. um, there's just so much, like Hannah already said, too, that mental load that we all carry. And I I like that you said, too, there's things on that list that we can eliminate, (laughs) we can take off. We all have those things that aren't life or death, but that sometimes feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like For that sure. um, analogy of people talking about like when you're holding or like you're juggling so many things, but you have to figure out which ones are the glass balls and which ones are yes. the rubber balls, you know, and like what yes. can you actually drop and it's going to bounce back and what's going to shatter. Right. And I, um, I love that about journaling too. Do you feel like you journal? Um, do you journal daily? Is You were saying you like to journal. I probably do it a couple times a week at this point. And if it's like a very sideways week, it might be every day, Uh (laughs) you know, and if I'm having a great week, it might be like once a week. I keep a spiral notebook. I like my purse will fit a notebook in it just in my purse and it's my everything notebook. So I just, when I feel like, okay, I need to like get these thoughts out on paper. I just throw them in there. I, I don't have the capacity to have like a special, you know, journaling corner. Like Mm -hmm. that's just not the season I'm in right now. So I just do it in a notebook that goes with me all the time. Oh, cool. Um, So tell us more about then your personal rhythms or your family rhythms. Like I just want to know how your um, home kind of functions. Especially with homeschool involved Yeah, with homeschooling and And you guys being entrepreneur. (laughs) And also (laughs) you wake up at the same time every day and is it 3 (laughs) a.m.? It is not 3 a.m. No, it is not 3 a.m. It is early, but it's not 3 a.m. So um, I work Tuesdays and Thursdays only. Um, Like that means I am on client calls or I am creating content or I am like doing behind the scenes admin things. So my kids and I homeschool Monday, Wednesday, Friday. 
And I have the very unique situation that my mom helps me homeschool. So she does two of the subjects. I was homeschooled growing up. Um, And so she has my kids Tuesdays and Thursdays from 830 to 330. And so that those are my days where I'm like gung ho on work. Now, I'll still like I'll still post on social on the, the days that my kids are with me. Um, but I, I have learned that, um, actually this might be something to share. I have learned that when I can have interruption friendly tasks and like tasks that I cannot be interrupted on, mm-hmm. like if I am writing an email or if I am, um, like doing behind the scenes admin work, I cannot be interrupted or I am like not a friendly mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just, I'm like, please let me just work right now. And I've learned that about myself. And so those are the things that I say for the days that I work. But if there's things that are like interruption friendly tasks, I can do those, you know, while the kids are home. But that's what our week looks like. Um, I really strive to have our weekends have nothing on them, which rarely happens, but it is a goal of mine. So we can just like stay home and chill. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's what our week looks like at a high level. I can give you more details if you want more, but that's what it is at a high level. Does your mom come to your house or or do they go to her? We've done either or. So right now I have three in boosters and one that's not my 10-year-old, obviously. Um, So right now she is coming to our house and we actually switch cars instead of switching all the car seats. Okay. And so I will take her car for the day and she will take my van because it's, I mean, everything's already in here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do switch cars. We've done it back and forth, but right now we are switching cars. Yeah. Cool. That was a yeah. very random question, but I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're but, like, I mean, you know, like when you have all the car seats, I'm like, yes. especially when they were in like real, real car seats, it's just too much to go For back sure. and forth in a different cars with Definitely. those. You're like us and from here and so blessed to have your parents nearby is how we are too and it's mm-hmm. such a gift it's so much help totally it really is I, and I know not everyone has that but it is it is such a gift for sure I encourage anyone to move home I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us because um, we didn't ask you at the beginning but I would like to know your kids um, genders and their names yes so Gideon is 10 Penelope is 7 Reagan is six and Joel is four. So my boys are the bookends and the girls are in the middle. That's oh, cool. sweet. That's very sweet. Yeah. That's a very And exciting. the girls are close in age, right? Six and seven, you said? Yeah, they are. They are six. So we, they're 16 months apart. Oh, wow. I think our farthest range is 22 months. Oh, wow. um, and then the last two are, I think they're like 19 or something. Um, which at the time just seems normal. And now I look back and I'm like, what were we thinking? <laughs> but oh you know, gosh. it just, it is what it is. So mm-hmm. we've never, we've, we're, we're just now out of diapers in our house and pull-ups, which <laughs> is crazy, but we just finished that season. So you got a raise after 10 years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. After a decade of that, we did. <laughs> um, so one thing I want to share, this is not necessarily off topic, but I just, was thinking about um, your work and how important it is because I think so many moms, and this is something I've been thinking about lately, like think they should be able to work and live at the same capacity they did before they had kids. Why isn't this working? This worked before. Why can't, why am I not working out five days a week before I worked out five days a week before? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like this kind of mindset of like, I should be able to keep up. And I just, it's crazy because I've been thinking about that. And then today I saw this post from Lisa Whittle on Instagram and she said, um, the demands you've put on your body and mind to be fine and keep going despite a major shift in circumstance have shown your inability to read your own room. (laughs) And it was just like this idea that it's kind of like you said about letting go of certain things and certain things don't have to be a priority right now and just that realizing that your life has changed and so your rhythms are going to change and your, you know, daily abilities are going to change. And I just think that's an encouragement. It it can feel discouraging, I guess, but it's really like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? I'm kind of rambling. Yeah, no, I get that. And I agree. It's okay to, for everything to change because everything has changed. You have kids and you're a mom. Right. 
Totally. I think it, for, I know like that concept of like, I used to be able to do X and now I can't uh-huh. now that I have kids. I also think that that is probably a really, that's a topic that I'm not sure a lot of moms, um, at least that I've experienced are talking about mm-hmm. because, you know, with everything that we're seeing on whatever you want to look at to keep up and to do these things. I mean, I still struggle with that. I still have to like mute people and not look at people. And that's been a a deep struggle for me as well. And it has produced a ever refining because it is not great at all times, but an ever refining like trust and like Alexis, the Lord has put you right here with these kids at these ages. Um, Because there are times that I being an entrepreneur and being driven, like I really want to go kick some butt and like do really big things in business. And I know that I have the skills to do it and it's just not my season to go full steam right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a constant reminder of my priorities and choosing those priorities and choosing that my marriage and my children, they are the priority right now. And that, it, like it said, it's easier to like say that than it is to live it out because that's really, really hard some days. But I just have to trust that like this is where the Lord has me right now and I'm just going to steward my priorities in the order that I feel is right. So, yes, I think that's a very powerful quote you just shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what you said is great too. It's like... It's just not your time it, right now. It's a different season and the seasons change. And it's not, because it's not the time right now doesn't mean it's never going to be the time. Um, exactly. And just believing that and trusting that, that if it's, you know, we, we talk about this, but, you know, the Lord wants to give you the desires of your heart. And chances are the desires of your heart are what you, at one point, were what you have right now and you've got it. Yeah. And it's just reminding yourself that everything is a blessing and that, Again, like seasons change quicker than you realize. Like you being out of diapers now, not you personally, but your kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's, um, I think about that a lot because I can get caught up and I guess other people do too. But like thinking like even when someone is like, I don't have anything going on. Like if one of my clients is leaving, she's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything this weekend. Probably just going to like chill at home, take a nap, go out to dinner with my husband or something. And I'm like, you can take naps. <laughs> and in my head, I get in this place where I'm like, you. Th- I feel like I'm never going to be able to take a nap again or I'm going to never be able to. Like, I think you can just get in that. You know what I'm yes, saying? Where yes. you're like, wow, I'm exhausted and this is my life. But it's not always going to be the season that I'm in now with toddlers and being pregnant is not what I'm always going to be in. And one day my kids are going to be old enough to stay home by themselves while we go out on a date mm-hmm. and we don't have to pay for a babysitter or whatever. And, and they're like, going to be like, yes, please leave. Yeah. Please get out of here. <laughs> Which is so sad. <laughs> so but. sad. And I just heard this thing today. That it reminds me of that, that it was the, actually the, you told me about it, the seven questions, uh, whatever. It is. Oh yeah. I was listening to him on Jamie Ivy today and um, he was talking about how right now we're in the parenting phase the dependent parenting phase they are so dependent on you and it becomes it's exhausting I like told my kids tonight I was like see you in the morning don't say my name again (laughs) I was like you have all said it so many times in the last eight hours I'm gonna lose it and Ethan was like oh and I'm like no I'm not trying to be mean but I can't tell you how many times I've heard the name mom and then I started thinking about what that said. And he's like, and then you're going to get to the independent phase uh-huh. when all they want to do is be independent from you. And they're going to act like you don't exist. And they're not. And I'm like, Ugh, you know what I mean? And it's like just thinking about, again, the seasons change and trying your best to just enjoy where you're at. Because probably your client who was going to take a nap and maybe go to dinner with her husband yeah. is missing her kids. Of course. And <laughs> wishing she was, you know. So I just think it's mm-hmm. a good reminder. Totally. That's so good. So tell us, I do have a question for you that's just kind of a practical thing, but how do you um, meal plan? (laughs) 
<laughs> and like, do you oh. do like, and what is your grocery shopping like? Are you, cause you just seem like very organized, very on top of it. And I would love any um, tips. <laughs> yes, for free. I will, okay, listen, I, <laughs> We're trying I to get a free yeah, session right now. If you need us to pay you after this, we will. <laughs> oh my gosh, stop it. Um, so we, we eat a lot of the same things. Okay, I'll tell you, I, my poor husband, he did not marry me because of how well I cook. I'm not a bad cook. I just do not like to do it. I, I, I just don't like cooking. Mm-hmm. And so we have probably, I'm going to say, eight to ten recipes that we rotate throughout. So on Saturday mornings, I go through and I make our grocery list. Like, we're out of milk, we're out of orange juice, those types of things. And I just do on a lined piece of paper, I'm going to just tell you everything. I just do, like, yeah. all the days, and I do breakfast, lunch, dinner. And then I look at what we have, like actually tonight I looked and I saw we had two bags of meatballs. And so I was like, okay, next week we could do two meals with meatballs. So I just like make a little grid on this paper and I fill in what we already have the food for to make meals for. Um, And we shop at Costco and Walmart. And so on the bottom of that piece of paper, I write Costco for the Costco list, Walmart for the Walmart list. And then I just fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. Now we weren't always, um, we didn't always do this, but we just started recently doing this. And I've had to cut back on other areas of my grocery budget, but it's so worth it. We started getting like three or four of the prepared meals from Costco, like in the fresh food section by like the dips. Uh-huh. And they, you just put them in the oven for an hour and then they're ready. And That's so good. that it has been a game changer. Um, and I don't know if we'll always do that, but right now, just at the end of the day, like you said, like I'm just shot and cooking is literally the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. But I just fill in like, okay, we have these two meals already in the freezer. I need to come up with five more. And so I'll just put like three family meals from Costco and choose them while I'm there. And then just come up with like, we'll do chicken, rice, and veggies one night. I put that on the grocery list. Um, I'm a huge fan of Walmart delivery. Do you guys do that? Yes, yeah, we, we are too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Couldn't live with, I just, they had to do a small order tonight. I can't live without that. Um, and Costco, I mean, I could have a whole episode about Costco cause we just started being members here like a year ago and it's like game changer for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how we do it. And then, so that little, that menu put is on the side of the fridge and it's really helpful because like if I'm, out late at the kids like they um, do jujitsu like if I'm with them and my husband gets home early he will frequently be like hey I see tacos are for tonight and chicken for tomorrow do you mind if we switch them so he'll like start making the chicken Mm -hmm. because it's out of my mind and it's on paper and my kids that can read see it too um, so they're able to know what's for dinner so that's it works for us right now in this season but that's how we do it that's great Mm mm-hmm so you do that on Saturday mornings. What are your um, break like? What are your go to breakfast for your kids? So we, um, <laughs> my kids are just starting. To, my husband is um, he does CrossFit. He's like all into that. So he is very much a protein heavy breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I've started doing the same thing. And my our kids are like getting into that. And so right now we just like I said we do the same things. It's boring, but he will do eggs in the morning just on like um a pancake pan thing. I don't even know what it's called. Um, and then we do um, turkey sausage and the air fryer. And it's that almost every single morning. And so he like will do the turkey sausage the night before. So in the morning he just pops in the air fryer. And then we have, you know, those like little egg molds. Have you guys uh-huh, seen those? Yeah. Like, so he does that. And um, it, but we also have yogurt in the fridge. So the kids will sometimes do that, but they're like very into like, are we getting our protein for today? Or like, yes, <laughs> eat your egg. <laughs> um, so it probably won't always be like that, but that's what we're doing right now. No, that's good. Yeah. I think mine, mine would eat that too every day. I think that's what I'm realizing about mine is that they are pretty easy. And when it comes like, if they like it, they'll eat it every mm-hmm. meal and not complain. Yeah. And so I'm just giving, I've tried to like relinquish some of that, like, you just had that we yesterday. Ride that train you had as long that as we can. exactly. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with them eating the same thing every day. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm working on letting that go. <laughs> and I think, like, depending on the age of your kids, um, you could like have breakfast items. We have like snack baskets for each of the kids, 
So when it's snack time, I, I tell them, I'm like, I'm not making snacks for four of you two to three times a day. So if you want a snack at snack time, they have like a little basket with their initial on it. They can go in there and grab one of their snacks. Um, and we've done that in the fridge too. So if you don't, you know, want to make breakfast every morning, you know, you have 20 minutes to get out the door. Maybe you just get like yogurts or go-gurts or like grapes in a Ziploc bag or something and you just have it in the fridge. So when they're ready to get up, just let them grab it. And as long as they're old enough, you know, and they can eat that themselves. So does everybody's snacks have the same thing in it or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that way you already had your that today. Yeah, so they have to like ration it out kind of. Exactly. So like we buy like the Pirates Booty uh-huh. at Costco and it has what, like 30 bags. So yeah. four kids, so it's like seven bags each. So I, I don't always, I try to get two weeks out of one of those boxes. So I'll say like you have four Pirates Booty. For the entire week. If you want to eat them all today, that is fine. <laughs> but this is like all you get. Um, and of course, like sometimes I'll get them more or whatnot. But also, like I'm not trying to spend $800 a week on food. No. You know, and my kids have plenty to eat. And so I'm just teaching them like you can eat all of your snacks on day one. But then you better be ready to like barter with your sibling, you know, the day before <laughs> groceries because... I'm not refilling it. <laughs> no, that's really good. I love that idea. Yeah, that's so smart. Because uh-huh. I just have one big basket and then Fletcher just crushes it and then <laughs> you refill it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Especially And for their ages, it might be you have to kind of stock it every day mm-hmm. or every yeah. other day. Like, mm-hmm. and just keep, you know what I mean? They wouldn't be able to figure out the week thing, a three-year-old and a four, you know, yeah. they're exactly. too little. But like, you could just add it, you know, fix it every day. And that way there wasn't all, you know, every 10 pirate but pirate bitty bags or six packs yeah, of gummies so aren't smart. gone in one day and then you can just be like well you already ate it uh-huh. remember it's gone from your basket because fletcher will be like yeah can i please have another pouch right. you know or whatever it is <laughs> i'm gonna try and that that's probably a good visual too like once it's gone it's gone exactly you know so they just get it every day that would yeah. definitely help with the budget too because whole groceries are pricey right now yeah it's insane yes 100 <laughs> percent so switching gears, or I guess we're coming to the end, but I'm wondering if you have anything else that you just feel like you would want to share with moms that are listening or anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about or think would be encouraging. Um, I can share one more thing for those that feel like they have a million things in their mind. I feel like we just do that as women. We kind of just like hold everything in our brain. And I'll say like, you know, those moments that you have in the shower and you're like, oh, that's a really good idea. Or you just have a really good thought. A lot of times we have that because we can actually breathe for just a moment. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yes. And so just um, a rhythm, a process that you can get into to allow that to happen more frequently. I call it a brain dump and a mental walk. And I'll just do it at high level. But I mean, we all like already write things down on a to-do list. So it's the same thing, everything in your mind, put it out on paper. If you run a business, like for personal and professional, mm-hmm. and then once you feel like you have everything out on paper, I encourage you to do a mental walk. And so you mentally walk the interior perimeter of your home and write down everything that comes to mind to do. And so very frequently for women who work or they run businesses, it'll be like organize the linen closet, order more chips, call that client back, ship that product do the laundry, like it's all mixed in. But the point of doing a mental walk is it gets everything from your mind out on paper. So I will, I like to start in my bathroom. And so I'll mentally walk and be like, okay, we need more razor heads. And I'm not going to Amazon, right? I'm just like writing it down. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm at my vanity. I need to clean my makeup brushes. I mean, it's everything. And once you have everything on paper, then taking it and categorizing it, saying like, this is work, this is business, this is church, this is family, and then putting it in an order of priority on these are the things that have to happen first. And one of the things I like to share with women who run their own business is if you were to tell me like, hey, I'm an online coach and I want to get five new clients, but reaching out to prospects is like number seven on your list, your priority to-do list does not match your goals. And so just use that as a moment to reassess if your priorities actually are in line with your goals. Um, But after you have everything prioritized, just putting a time next to it. And so I really believe you can fold a load of laundry in seven minutes. And so if you have three loads of laundry to fold, it's 21 minutes. And so then you can take that task and plug it into your calendar 
where if you have a 30 minute block, like plug in 20 minutes of folding laundry and give yourself some margin, some white space. You can like actually breathe. Again, it will look different for everyone's calendar. Um, And the last thing I'll say about it is the first time you do this, you're going to be like, is she freaking kidding me? This is taking me like five hours. (laughs) And like, it's okay because you've never done it before. And maybe you need to do it in multiple sittings, but this is a process that I will do one to two times a week because it takes everything from my mind. It gets it out on paper. I categorize it. I prioritize it. And then I plug it into my calendar. And it's one of the only ways I really think things get done around our house. Otherwise, it just like sits in my head and it gets heavier. And then I get stressed out and overwhelmed and it just does no one any good. So that's called a brain dump and a mental walk. And it's one of my favorite things to show women how to do. That is seriously so good and so what I need to hear as the person who um, love or I know I need to make more lists, but that even I've heard that about and I'm sure you um, agree with this, but like it helps you to sleep better too. Like if you write it all down and get it out of your mind and onto a piece of paper, you'll rest better than if you are just carrying that around in your head and trying to lay there or wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I need to do this or whatever. That is so good. I love that tip. And I'm so glad you shared that. And yeah, and just know it, the peace of mind because like I'm not going to forget this now because it's on my list and right. I know that. So I don't have to, like you said, pop up in bed and mm-hmm. go get up and go ahead and do it real quick right then or I'm yeah. going to forget tomorrow. But exactly. I, yeah, or you also can just get down on yourself like when you do forget something or some, you drop the ball on something that you knew you wanted to get done and you didn't and then you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's like for me last week it was – the stinking Valentine's for school. Mm -hmm. It was like, I knew I needed to do that. And I had it in my head. I mean, I knew February 14th was coming. It comes every year. (laughs) And I bought my Valentine's way in advance. And I kept telling myself, write those names on those Valentine's, write those names on those Valentine's, go ahead and get them done, get them done, get them done. And I didn't. And so literally the morning of Valentine's day, I'm running Dunkin' Donuts to get teacher gifts. I'm writing the kids Valentine's. I'm doing it all. And I'm frustrated with myself because Mm -hmm. it was something I knew I needed to do and I never wrote it down or put it on a list or put it on my calendar and so yeah and I also love that you said about Amazon like you're not like seeing that you need razor heads and then jumping on Amazon which is what I do I'm like oh yeah let me get on Amazon and order that real quick and then I'm like oh let me see what else is on Amazon or then I'm like let me check my email real quick and then you just sit down on the edge of the bed and then you're sitting there for 25 minutes (laughs) (laughs) but it's so good to just say no I'm going to make a list and yeah including order that from Amazon Uh so I think that was that's so good I love that and a lot of times when you do that list you will start to go oh like I really don't need to do those three things Mm -hmm. so cross them off and be done with it like just move on and it, it, it really can help Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. And then you like get your tag on linen closet organized because you wrote it down. <laughs> exactly. like, that's exactly what I need to do. <laughs> Instead of then opening it one day and be like, oh, crud, I've been meaning to do this. Like, that's so good. And I also feel like for me, I don't know why. Well, I guess I do. When I was working, I was much better at having a calendar, getting stuff done, knowing I had to do it. Something about being a stay-at-home mom is like, I'll get to that. Mm -hmm. I know I've got time, Mm -hmm. you know, but you don't. I mean, it's like you have more time than you did when you worked, but other things are taking up your time now. And so I just feel like I was kind of like, I don't really, I don't need my Google calendar anymore. I'm not Mm -hmm. working, but there's still so many things that I could time block and manage. It'd be way more organized if I did. Alexis, I do have one question actually about your calendar. Is your, do you use a Google calendar or do you do um, like a paper planner? So I do a combination of both. Grayson and I share an iCal. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything we need to see from each other's calendars, everything goes on there. And we do like the kids each have their own calendar just so we can visually see who needs to be where. We're just starting to get into that stage of life where we will like meet in a parking lot switch car seats because kids are going in different directions. So like we do use iCal, um, but we have a month at a glance on our kitchen wall. So everyone can see what's happening in the month. And on the side of the fridge we have for the week. And that's where I will also write like, here's what happened. Here's what we're having for dinner. That's where I'll write, you know, we need to meet here and switch car seats. I do like the nitty gritty and I do that a week at a time. It's the same thing as the meal plan. Like Grayson can keep his eyes on it. He knows what's happening. My kids who read can see what's coming up the next day. But it also reminds me too, like the Valentine's, 
I could have written like a couple days ahead, like do the Valentine's tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of keeps things top of mind for me as well. That's so great. This has all been so good and so helpful. Yeah, you are just a wealth of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it could help. Honestly, it's been so good. I feel like inspired and ready to go do my mental walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and go right now, I'm about to go put my house to bed. (laughs) Yeah, me too. That's right. (laughs) So, tell me or tell the listeners where they can find you online, like on Instagram and all of that, so that they can start following you. And we'll put it in the show notes for sure. Okay. Okay. The best place is Instagram right now. Um, everything is linked in my bio there. But if you are curious about rhythms or you want to learn more about them, you can just bend some of my content as well. In my business, I, I teach women through online courses and I also host in-person retreats. And so some are a good fit for others. And so you can just get all the details there. I have some freebies in my link of bio as well. If you just want to get a feel for what it looks like to start creating your rhythm. Perfect. What's your Instagram bio? I mean, not your bio, oh, your handle. Would that handle. help? Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> it is um, Alexis T. Greco, G-R-E-C-L. Perfect. Like I said, we can yeah. put all that in the show notes for our okay. listeners for sure because I know they're going to want to look and watch. I was watching some of your stuff today and I was already feeling encouraged. One thing you talked about a few times I noticed was the importance of rest as part of your rhythms. Yeah. Um, it talk, is foundational yeah. to creating your rhythm. It's like the foundation for it. Um, but yeah, I won't, I won't get on a tangent about that, but yes, it is foundational for your rhythm is resting. Rest, I think you can define it in many different ways, depending on your season of life. For me right now, um, my, I'll be honest with you, I have not done a work thing in probably two years after the kids have gone to bed. I just, I rarely, rarely do them. And that's part of rest for me Mm. is once the kids go to bed, I'm not working. Um, but it's also on the weekends too. Um, and so other people, you know, might have like, they sleep in on the morning or like we do date nights once a week. It just, it depends what it looks like in your season of life. But yeah, it is, it is so important that we do not skip over resting. I mean, it's biblical anyway, but it, it really does make a difference. That's so good. Well, gosh, thank you so much. I really feel so good. And I am so thankful that you came and shared all of this with us because I think it's going to help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I thank love you it. for having me. I appreciate it. It was so fun to talk to you. Um, all right, Hannah, you have anything else? I don't think so. I think that's it. I think that was awesome. I can't wait to listen back. Honestly. Me neither. <laughs> Take notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Alexis. And thank you, listeners. And we will talk to you next week.